Equipment and Monitors, Section 5, 6 of 13, Selected Rhythm Disturbances. Sinus arrhythmia. Sinus arrhythmia occurs when the SA node pacing rate varies with respiration. It's usually benign. Remember that the brain beach reflex, this is the one where an increased venous return stretches the right atrium and the SA node causing the heart rate to increase. It should also make sense that pain breach reflex causes sinus arrhythmias. Inhalation, decreased intrathoracic pressure, increased venous return, increased heart rate. Exhalation, increased intrathoracic pressure, decreased venous return, decreased heart rate. Sinus bradycardia, heart rate less than 60 beats per minute. Sinus bradycardia is common in athletes. Increased vagal tone is often the source of bradycardia. Atropine is a first-line treatment. However, underdosing it, like less than 0.5 mg IV, can cause paradoxical bradycardia. This is probably mediated by presynaptic muscarinic receptors. Severely symptomatic patients, syncope or chest pain, should receive immediate transcutaneous pacing. Glucagon is useful in the setting of beta blocker or calcium channel blocker overdose. By stimulating glucagon receptors on the myocardium, glucagon effectively increases cyclic AMP, leading to increased heart rate, contractility, and AV conduction. The initial dose is 50 to 70 micrograms per kilogram every 3 to 5 minutes. This can be followed with an infusion at 2 to 10 milligrams per hour. Sinus tachycardia, heart rate greater than 100 beats per minute. Sinus tachycardia is usually caused by an increased intrinsic firing rate of the SA node or sympathetic stimulation. Etiologies include hypovolemia, hypoxemia, infection, pain, thyrotoxicosis, and malignant hyperthermia. Sinus tachycardia simultaneously increases myocardial oxygen demand while decreasing oxygen supply. It can precipitate myocardial ischemia and congestive heart failure in patients with poor cardiac reserve. In patients with coronary artery disease, this can precipitate myocardial ischemia and or infarction. Treatment includes treating the underlying cause and or rate control with beta blockers or calcium channel blockers. AFib. AFib is an irregular rhythm with the absence of a P wave. Chaotic electrical activity in the atrium is conducted to the ventricle at a varied and irregular rate. Loss of atrial kick reduces cardiac output, increased risk of perioperative mortality, increased risk of atrial thrombus formation, risk of stroke. A rapid ventricular response reduces diastolic filling time and is associated with a severe reduction in cardiac output, syncope, chest pain, shortness of breath. Treatment includes rate control, beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, and digoxin, and anticoagulation. Acute onset AFib is treated with cardioversion start at 100 joules. If the onset is older than 48 hours or if onset is undetermined, a TEE must be performed to rule out atrial thrombus. New onset or undiagnosed AFib is an indication to cancel surgery. AFib is the most common postoperative tachydysrhythmia usually occurring between post-op to post-op day 2 and 4. It is most common in older patients after cardiothoracic surgery. Atrial flutter. Unlike AFib, atrial flutter is an organized supraventricular rhythm. You should recognize it by its characteristic sawtooth pattern. The atrial rate is usually very fast, 250 to 350 beats per minute. Each atrial depolarization produces an atrial contraction, but not all. All atrial depolarization are conducted past the AV node. There is usually a defined ratio of atrial to ventricular contraction. Three atrial contraction is to one ventricular contraction. The effective refractory period prevents all atrial impulses from being transmitted to the ventricles. If the onset is older than 48 hours or if the onset is undetermined, a TEE must be performed to rule out atrial thrombus. 
A rapid ventricular rate can lead to hemodynamic instability. Treatment includes rate control or cardioversion. Hemodynamically unstable atrial flutter should be treated with cardioversion starting at 50 joules. Atrial flutter is an indication to cancel surgery. Premature ventricular contractions. PVC originates from the foci below the AV node as such the QRS complex is wide. PVCs that arise from a single location are unifocal. The morphology is the same on the EKG. PVCs that arise from multiple locations are multifocal. There are different QRS morphologies on the EKG. There are many conditions that are associated with the development of PVCs. Examples include SNS stimulation like hypoxia, hypercarbia, acidosis, light anesthesia, myocardial ischemia and or infarction, valvular heart disease, cardiomyopathy, prolonged QT interval, hypokalemia, hypomagnesemia, digitalis toxicity, caffeine, cocaine, alcohol, mechanical irritation like central line insertion. A PVC that lands on the second half of the T wave during the relative refractory period can precipitate the R on T phenomenon. PVCs should be treated when they are frequent greater than 6 per minute or polymorphic or when they occur in runs of 3 or more. Treatment includes reverse underlying costs like reversal of hypoxia or hypercarbia, correction of electrolyte imbalances, discontinuation of QT prolonging drugs, and repositioning a central line that's trickling the atrium. Symptomatic PVCs are treated with lidocaine, 1 to 1.5 mg per kilogram. If PVCs continue, follow with an infusion of 1 to 4 mg per minute. Brugada syndrome. Brugada syndrome is a sodium ion channelopathy in the heart. It is a common cause of sudden nocturnal death due to ventricular tachycardia or fibrillation. It is most common in males from Southeast Asia. The diagnostic EKG findings include a right bundle branch block and ST segment elevation in the precordial leads B1 to V3. Patient may require ICD or pad placement during surgery.